more specials, me love, she said, smoothing her Union Jack print apron. Two orders of Papa's Fritas, over medium eggs, por favor. I relayed to Juan, our griddle maestro. I watched in admiration as he turned the golden potatoes, flipped eggs and corn tortillas, and laid out bacon for another order. No movement was wasted by Juan. After one more flip, he scooped the potatoes onto plates, placed rolled tortillas on the sides, and handed the dishes to me, along with a rare compliment. Tell Celia, congratulations, he said. My uncle once played the devil. It's a big honor, huge. I thanked Juan on Celia's behalf and took the plates over to Flory to finish. Red or green? She asked, ladles poised. New Mexico's official state question refers to chili choice and is a phrase I utter so often it appears in my dreams. Christmas, I replied. This time of year, lots of customers ordered Christmas, or red chile on one side and green on the other. In my humble opinion, Christmas is always the best choice. It's not only pretty, it's like getting two dishes in one. Flory draped sauces over the potatoes, and I brought them back to Juan to top with melty Monterey Jack cheese, a dollop of sour cream, the jiggling eggs, and a sprinkling of chives. The dishes definitely looked good enough to devour. My stomach rumbled. I'd had only coffee and a chunk of muffin this morning, my attempt at a pre-holiday diet. Who was I kidding? I eyed the glorious mountain of goodness. Diets and I never stuck together. I hefted the plates, which counted as exercise, and headed for the dining room. Two specials incoming, I announced. I'm prone to serving disasters, and in situations involving slippery eggs and lava-hot chili, I give customers fair warning I'm within slopping distance. My neighbor from across the road, Dahlia Crawford, looked up and clasped her hands together, sparking a clatter of silver bangles and crystal rings. More crystals and lavender, lemon, and amber hues dangled from her neck, along with two pairs of rhinestone-crusted glasses and a chunk of turquoise in the shape of a bear. Her hair reached to the middle of her back, longer than my mother would deem proper for a fifty-something woman, and was woven into a wide braid. Dahlia had a tech wizard's fortune, but a back-to-the-earth hippie's soul. She followed signs gleaned from the stars, tarot cards, and tea leaves, as well as a medley of Eastern, Western, and Native philosophies and religions. Lately, I'd often spotted smoke rising from the sweat lodge tucked in her back garden. I'd also been the recipient of her well-meaning sage smudgings, prayer wheel chants, and best of all, homemade jellies, pickles, and baked goods. Tucking a napkin over floaty layers of cotton blouses, she said to her male dining companion, This is one of my favorite dishes. You're in for a treat. No doubt, he said, beaming more at me than the eggs. I guessed he was in his late thirties, like I joked I still was instead of my true into my forties age of forty-two. He was also, objectively speaking, gorgeous. Perfectly quaffed golden locks fell in soft waves just above the collar of his tweedy jacket. His cheekbones were worthy of Greek statues, and mascara models would envy his lashes. If mom were here, she'd be eyeing his ring finger, well moisturized and lacking any evidence of a ring, unaware that I already had a handsome boyfriend. My cheeks flushed, both from the man's sexy wink and the guilt of boyfriend non-disclosure. The flush flared when the door chimed and said boyfriend stepped inside. Jake Strong caught my eye, tipped his Stetson, and showed off some of his best features.
those twinkling steel-blue eyes and the adorable crinkle that fanned them when he smiled. My stomach did a happy flutter. Barden, Dahlia was saying, you know our new girl devil, Celia Martin. This is her mother and my best ever neighbor, Rita. Uh, oh, Rita, shame on me. I should know this. Do you still go by Martin, too? I shook my head with such force that if I'd still been holding any eggs, they'd be airborne. Nope, Lafitte. No more Martin for me. That was Manny's name. I was through with it and the philandering cop. Barton smiled. Lafitte, what a lovely name. I knew a gentleman in New Orleans by that name once. He had your beautiful eyes, deep and expressive. I started to worry that my blush would stick permanently as I denied knowing any Louisiana Lafitte's. Dahlia saved me by continuing her introductions.